Welcome, everyone. This is a bonus live stream. I wanted to try and test out my microphone, but guess what? It's not working. As you can see, if you are watching on video, if you're watching on YouTube, you can see I have my AirPods in, and I'm hoping you can hear me. The audio quality will not be as good as the microphone, but I thought we could do a bonus live lesson. This will be on the podcast. If you are watching, you can see I'm in my bathrobe. It's almost bedtime here in the United States. But before bed, I wanted to talk a little bit about New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. Some of the traditions that we have here in the United States and in Canada and also around the world. We'll be talking about Bolivia, which isn't all that far from where Cecilia lives. She's joining us. She lives in Argentina. So let's check out the article here. And this is going to be great because it's almost like you have a free audiobook. I will read along with the article. You can listen. If you're here with me on YouTube, you can actually see the text. If you would like to read this on your own, there is a link to this article. It comes from a Canadian newspaper, the CBC, Canadian Broadcasting Channel, maybe. I think it's the CBC, um, but Canadian English, American English, it's like almost the same. Here we go with the headline. Before we count down this year, let's get some facts about New Year's Day. If you are watching live, maybe somewhere east, right? Maybe in Japan, I think it's morning time, or Taiwan, or Korea. Thailand, I think it's already New Year's Eve for you. If you're watching in the Americas, North, South, Central, we're still on December 30th, still here in December 30th. Let's look at the first introduction here. This year is coming to an end, but wow, 2021 has been another tough one. Most of us are probably looking forward to starting a whole new year. In many places around the world, New Year's celebrations begin on December 31st and continue into the early hours of January 1st. If that's a new term for you, early hours, it means right after midnight. So 1 a.m., 2 a.m., 3 a.m., 4 a.m., probably the early hours of any day. Early hours of January 1st. Due to C-19, things may look and feel different. Instead of heading to parties or visiting friends and relatives, we will likely be staying home and celebrating with family. Let's hope 2022 will bring rays of sunshine. That might be a new term for you. Rays of sunshine. You really can't see the rays of sunshine, but 
it's when the sun is shining down on you, you could call it rays of sunshine. Hope that helps there. It's uh, Ray can also be the name of a guy in English, Ray or Raymond, but uh, can also be like the beams. Okay, so when we have a flashlight, you might call that a beam of light, what comes out of the flashlight. But you could say sunbeam too, sunbeam, or you could say rays of sunshine. Hope that helps. Oh, Mexico's in the house. How are you, Mexico? We might be on the same time zone. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But North America, South America, well represented today. Before we ring in the new year, let's get some facts about New Year's Day. Now, before I read this article, I had no idea. The first new year was in March. So I think most of us use the same calendar. Later in the article, we'll find out in English, we call it the Gregorian calendar, the Gregorian calendar. It starts on January 1st and ends on December 31st. But I guess at one time, most people started celebrating the new year in March. And after we read, it might make sense. Because if you watched the other live lesson I did earlier today about Kwanzaa, Kwanzaa is a holiday that comes after the harvest, after all of the crops have been planted and brought out of the ground. The new year used to celebrate those crops going into the ground. Hey, Manuel, I'm doing well. Thanks for the shout out. Hope you're doing well. Oh, it's 7 p.m. I think it's also, yeah, it's, well, it's almost 8 p.m. here. Almost 8 p.m. here. All right, continuing with the article. So nice to see people here. I did not plan on this live lesson, but I'm glad you could join. Let's make it a little bit bigger here. The first new year was in March. New Year's wasn't always celebrated on January 1st. The earliest New Year festivities date back about 4,000 years. At that time, the people of ancient Babylon began their new year in what we now call March. Now, just in case you don't know where Babylon is, well, it when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It doesn't exist anymore. Uh, the place exists, but it's called something different. Hey, Jamie Watson's in the house. 
Happy New Year, Emmanuel. Does anybody know where modern-day Babylon is located and what country? I actually have a map. I don't think – I think most of the people from present-day Babylon are sleeping unless they are a night owl, unless they like to stay up very late. But here is a map of Babylon. If I can pull it up here. I know I can. Oh, look at that, Raphael. Got it. Babylon is located in present-day Iraq. Boom. There's a map. Let me see that ad there. Yeah, but there's a map. You can see Iran, Iraq, Syria, Jordan, Saudi Arabia, the capital Baghdad, and that is where Babylon is located. I'm not sure if that looks like your map in your native language, but that's what it looks like in English. So modern day Iraq, Raphael, nicely done, nicely done. All right, let me, it's always difficult to share a new screen. So let me share this new screen here. Let's get back to our article. And we were right on this paragraph. I will highlight that for you so you can read along with me. They would have an 11-day festival to celebrate the beginning of spring and the fact that crops were being planted for the coming year. So the new year used to be celebrated in March where I guess if you live in Iraq, you might start planting crops. If you live in the southern United States, like Alabama, Florida, March might be a month in which you start planting crops. Where I live in Maine, which is in the northern part of the United States, we have to wait until almost May. And I bet if you live in Argentina, you probably do everything the opposite way. Maybe in October, you start planting your crops. Maybe, I think. That's about when our fall is ending. So maybe a little, maybe September, you would plant your crops. I'm not a farmer. The next part here. Who changed it? to January 1st. Well, this guy, he looks a little bit like Santa Claus. He's got the red suit and the white beard. It is not Santa Claus though. The calendar that we use, which is known as the Gregorian calendar, was introduced 400 years ago by Pope Gregory. We have some Roman numerals here. That's what we call these Roman numerals. Does anybody know what that Roman numeral is? It's an X with three I's. One, two, three, 
eyes. Pope Gregory the... Okay, so Cecilia is saying September is when crops are planted in Argentina. Probably Brazil. Subway surfer. It is so close. If there were only two eyes there, that would be 12. But it is 13. Raphael, you get an A, my friend. You get an A. 13, Subway Surfer says. Yes, 13. So that Pope's name. And a Pope, if you don't know that in English, it would be the Catholic religion. And that is who Catholics would think is the top, like the leader of the Catholic Church. And it changes. It changes when the Pope dies Another one is selected. But back in 1582, apparently, there was this guy, Pope Gregory the 13th. That's how we would say the Pope has a lot of power. He moved New Year's. He changed the whole day. The next sentence, I will highlight it so you know where I'm at. He declared once and for all that January 1st should be New Year's Day. And since that time, much of the Western world has celebrated the start of the year just like you do on the first day of January. Now, when they use that pronoun you, they're talking about Canadians. So they're talking about Canadians who would be reading this article. You who are listening to this English lesson, you might celebrate New Year's on a different day. But most of the Western world, we would talk about Europe. We would talk about North and South America. Australia would be considered the Western world. Africa, I believe, would be the Western world. When you're talking about countries like China, um, Japan, Taiwan, Korea, Thailand, Vietnam, that would be considered the Eastern world to Americans and Canadians. Now we're going to get into a little bit of how other people celebrate around the world. And you might be one of those other people. Remember, this article is written for Canadians. How does everyone celebrate? Here in North America, we usually ring in the new year by gathering with family and friends for parties. And you will hear that term, ring in the new year. So if you're living in the United States, somebody might ask you, hey, how are you ringing in the new year? And you might say, oh, I'm going to a party or I'm staying at home. I usually don't ring in the new year I'm usually sleeping. Somebody might say that. Yes, Emmanuel, I am going live tomorrow. I will be doing the lesson on shaving, but this is a bonus lesson. If you're just joining us, my microphone is not working. I created this lesson to test the microphone, but there is a problem. I'm having a technical difficulty so tomorrow's shaving lesson 
might be with my AirPods again. I don't know. But thanks for asking. The next one. Let's scroll down. Oh, wait, we're not we're not done with this one yet. Let me highlight where we ended. Or even special meals and spectacular firework displays. But remember, celebrations might still look a bit different this year because of the pandemic. Maybe new traditions will be created. Yeah, I think most people like to celebrate with special meals, lots of food. And we'll talk about fireworks here in just a second. In Greece, now I'm not sure how to say this Greek word. It is also highlighted. I will do my best. If you speak Greek and you are watching or listening, I apologize because I will probably say this word the wrong way. In Greece, a gold or silver coin is baked into a cake called a vasilopita. That's, that's pretty good Greek, I think, right? Vasilopita. That's probably pretty bad. The person who receives the piece of cake with the coin inside is said to have, let me make this a little bigger so you can see it, is said to have luck the rest of the year. And guess what? If you ever visit New Orleans, there are these cakes called king cakes. And in those cakes, there is a little baby doll that is baked into the cake. And if you cut that piece of cake and you get the baby, you get good luck for the rest of the year. Was that? Yes, the screen bigger. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Needs to get bigger. Thank you. Thank you. That's better, right? So let's talk about uh, what happens in Spain. The next one. In Spain, they eat 12 grapes at midnight on New Year's Eve to bring 12 months of happiness. Right. When I lived in the South, we also ate. And when I say the South, I mean the American South. Southern America, not South America, not Argentina, where Cecilia is from, but the American South or the South, Alabama, Georgia, that's the American South. We used to eat something called black eyed peas. So let me get rid of this. And if you don't know what black eyed peas are in English, I have a picture of you picture for you right there those are black eyed peas and so some people in the south i know jamie and i used to do it you would cook some black eyed peas on new year's day and eat them for good luck for the rest of the year if you are watching live um, I would love to know, do you have any New Year's traditions you would like to share in the chat? Practice writing your English 
or if you are watching on replay, how you doing? Thanks for watching on replay. Feel free to leave your traditions in the comments. In Italy, where I'm from, Subway Surfer, well, benvenuto, benvenuto, but why are you awake so late? It is very late. Before um, I, I went on live, I said, most of Europe is going to be sleeping. And my son said, oh, I think there are some Italians who stay up late. We know an Italian. Um, why can't I think of, uh, I can't think of what I say for your welcome. That's here. Um, Danula, Danula. How about that? Oh, Claudia says, we have a similar tradition, but it's on January 6th with the baby inside the cake. We call it Rosca de Reyes. Not sure what that means, Reyes. Um, but it sounds cool. Oh, oh, okay. Subway Surfer is in the U.S. right now. Right, New York? Are you in New York? I can't remember. I, I, thanks for sharing, Claudia. Thanks for sharing. All right, so those are Black Eyed Peas. But uh, we should get back to the article. And again, yes, okay, New York, New York. Um, yeah, not Syracuse, is it? All right, let's stop that screen and we can bring up the other screen here where our article is. Yeah, there it is. Here's the article. So we talked about Spain, 12 grapes at midnight. How about Bolivia? That is in South America, Bolivia. While in Bolivia, families often hang small homemade dolls outside their homes for good luck. Now, if you are wondering what homemade means, I have something here, I think. Yeah, homemade. It literally means made at home, made at home. So... Hopefully that helps. The next part here, over in Japan. If you're watching this live, it is New Year's Eve over there. And uh, maybe you're just waking up. Happy New Year's Eve. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters. And, what do I even say other than, hey, <sighs> Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Eve over in Japan. Over in Japan at midnight on New Year's Eve, bells and gongs sound to banish bad spirits. All right, a gong is a type of bell it's big, it's round, and you usually hit it with something called a mallet. Usually um, there's cloth on that mallet when you hang the gong, uh, when you ring the gong. Banish means to get rid of. Banish means to get rid of. 
highlighted part here, to leave the old year behind and welcome in the new one, the Dutch make bonfires in the street using Christmas trees. So a bonfire, it's just a fire, usually in a round maybe trash can, a metal, a big metal trash can. And that is one way to get rid of the Christmas trees, I guess. And when you're talking about the Dutch, those are people who are from the Netherlands, the Netherlands over in Europe. Portuguese children. So those are children from Portugal. Portuguese children go from home to home and sing songs for neighbors. They may receive sweets and coins in return. Now, I do want to point out this. Neighbors. Since this is a Canadian article, they spell it with a U. N-E-I-G-H-B-O-U-R-S. If this was an American article, you probably wouldn't see that U there. All right, what's with the fireworks? What's with the fireworks? You might hear somebody ask a question like that. Uh, for example, let me come up with a good question. Um, maybe one of my students, when we go back to school, they come into the classroom and they're wearing sunglasses. I might ask them, hey, what's up with the sunglasses? Why are you wearing those? What's up with the... You can often use that when you're questioning something. Hey, what's up with those sunglasses? Why are you wearing those? Um, maybe I walk into the house and there's a smell. Hey, what's up with that smell? So if there are any uh, fans of the TV show The Office, I might say, hey, does it smell like updog in here? Does it smell like updog in here? And then the person says, what's up, dog? Say, not much. What's up with you? That's the worst. All right. Jen, channel member. Thanks for being a channel member. I think Jamie answered your question, but is homemade and homemade different? Just like that. They're the same. Yeah. Usually we don't use that dash in the middle or you might hear it called a hyphen. Yeah. Usually we don't use that. Oh, my Mexican accent is good. Thank you, Claudia. Parendas. That's that's my Mexican accent. <laughs> oh man, I would love to to go to Mexico. So my brother and his wife, my sister-in-law, have been to Mexico a couple times and they really like it. They've also been to Costa Rica, which is a little further south. But I would like to visit Mexico one day. The weather, always beautiful from what I hear. Never rains in Mexico, right? No, I'm sure it does. But a lot of, um, was it Acapulco? Um, and if Jamie's still here, there's another, a lot of people from Maine will vacation in Mexico, um, but it's on the Eastern side of Mexico. I believe Monterey is on the Western side of Mexico. What's that little uh, on the Yucatan Peninsula? I think there's a there's a a very famous Mexican town that I can't think of right now. 
where a lot of Americans will go on vacation. All right, maybe somebody will say it in the chat. What's with the fireworks? Fireworks originated centuries ago. Originated, that is a fancy way to say they started out. It comes from the word origin. Fireworks originated centuries ago and are believed to have been invented by the Chinese. They are said to chase away evil spirits and bring good luck, making them a perfect way to begin a new year. Why do we make resolutions? Resolutions. Let's talk about that. I need to make it bigger. I'm sorry, Subway Surfer. I'm sorry, Jamie. Make the screen bigger. Oh, thank you. You're too kind. My uh, my Italian is not that good. Il mio italiano non è buona, ma parlo tutti i giorni. Tutti i giorni. Cancun. Thank you, Raphael. It is definitely Cancun. Thank you, Claudia. Definitely. Oh, we got to definitely go to Brazil, too. Jamie and I have a lot of places we would like to visit. A lot of places we would like to visit. Oh, very nice. Jeez. Thank you. A place to stay in Italy. My God. Perfetto. Perfetto. Grazie mille, amico mio. All right. Enough Italian because my Italian's bad. Let's go back to English. My English is better. All right. Uh, I wanted to talk about resolution. Resolution. So often Americans will make resolutions, New Year's resolutions. Maybe you make them in your own country. But at the start of a new year, a lot of Americans say, I'm going to eat healthier. I am going to start working out. If they smoke, smoking is bad. They might say, I am going to give up smoking. I'm going to stop smoking for a phrasal verb there for you. Phrasal verb. New Year's resolutions. Many of us make resolutions for the coming year. We promise ourselves that we'll do something better or differently after January 1st, whether it's quitting a bad habit or getting better grades in school. But where did we get this idea of making resolutions for the new year? It is believed that the ancient Babylonians were the first ones to make New Year's resolutions. They made promises to begin the year off right and to earn the approval of their gods. So we talked about Babylon earlier in this English lesson. So Babylonians are from Babylon. What's that song they always sing? I will not sing this song. If you know how to read music, you might know how that goes. But it's a very, very old song called All Lang Syne. All Lang Syne. 
The song that's traditionally sung at midnight on New Year's Eve is called All Lang Syne. Its title means Times Gone By. While this song is an old Scottish tune, a Canadian band leader named Guy Lombardo is responsible for making it a New Year's tradition. So if you ever watch New York City, is where most of the United States will watch the ball drop from New York City. But when the ball drops in Times Square in New York City, you will hear that song, All Lang Syne, playing as the ball comes to to a rest. And who's the guy? Ryan Seacrest is the guy that hosts New Year's Eve now. But it was a guy named Dick Clark for a long time. When I was a kid, it was like Dick Clark's New Year's Eve party or something like that. But that song is very common. Ah, Thank you, Soledad. Happy New Year to you too, Brazil. So I'm sure it's nighttime in Brazil where you're at. Oh, yeah. Rio. Rio, that is uh, another uh, a channel member, Sita, and I have talked about we need to go to Rio. I know uh, that is high on Jamie's list for places to travel. Rome is another one. So Italy, Brazil, so many places, so many places. I was watching a video in Nepal or I was watching a video from Nepal that I would love to go to, love to go to. Look at that. So if two people are talking about being from the same area and they didn't know it, one thing we might say is, wow, it's such a small world. It's such a small world. Americans will often say that when Maybe they have a friend, or they share a friend that they didn't know. Say, so, oh, you know that person? Yeah, he was my best friend growing up. Oh my gosh, what a small world. We say that quite a bit. What a small world. Anyway, make the screen bigger. I can't forget to do that. Here's the highlighted part. He performed the song at midnight at a New Year's Eve party in New York City in 1929. And it was eventually broadcast on the radio and TV stations around North America for the holiday. Even though it's become the go-to song every New Year's Eve, and that's a good English phrase to know, your go-to. So maybe... If you want to feel really happy, you have like a go-to song. Every time you play that song, you feel happy. So if you're feeling sad, you might turn on that song. That's your go-to song when you're feeling sad. Maybe you're having some friends come over and you need to cook a meal really quickly. And maybe you know this meal like it's the back of your hand. If you know something really well, you know it like it's the back of your hand. So if you have people coming over, your go-to meal, 
It might be lasagna. Like I could cook that very easily. My go-to meal is lasagna. Hopefully that helps. Hopefully that helps. Hey, Raphael says, many people used to make lots of resolutions on New Year's, but unfortunately, a huge percentage of them put these promises aside and continue living as always. That is so true. No way. Somebody, no, somebody is in the chat from Nepal. My gosh, that looks like such a great country. Such a great country. Well, thank you. <laughs> thank you. I would, that is a dream of mine to go to Nepal, but it's so expensive. It's very expensive. And um, it looks like it's hard to travel in Nepal. So many mountains, the roads, yeah. but it looks great. I watch a guy named Harold Balder, and he is showing videos from Nepal now. But he's visited there before. Yeah, a lot of people, the gym where people work out, it's always very busy in January. But then in February, there aren't as many people there anymore. A lot of people have given up on their New Year's resolutions. Very sad. Very sad. I am guilty. I am guilty of that. Who celebrates first and last? All right. I did not know this little island nation, but we can read it together. If you would like to be among the first to welcome the new year, then you'll want to visit the tiny Pacific island nation of Kiribati, maybe? Kiribati. It's located in the world's earliest time zone. So it's always the first place on earth to welcome a new year. As for the last place to ring in the coming year, that title belongs to American Samoa in the South Pacific Ocean. And I think that is it. Yeah. So I hope you've enjoyed this uh, little surprise English lesson. We went about 40 minutes, so you can re-watch this. We covered a lot of terms. I will be going live with another lesson in just a few hours. I think I have 30 terms on shaving or removing hair, waxing, electrolysis, nair, lots of English terms. Thank you all for joining. You're listening on the podcast. Hope you enjoyed. If you're watching live, thank you so much. No way. And before I go, Pashu is from Nepal. That's amazing. That's amazing. So cool. So cool. Cecilia, thank you so much. Nepal. It's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. All right. Thank you all for joining. And uh, I might see you in just a couple hours. Get some rest. We'll do it in the morning. All right. See you later.